You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., 312-255-8408. You can also catch us on youtube.com slash catholicchicago. I'm Father Greg Sakowitz, the rector of Holy Name Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, executive director of the cathedral. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good morning. Very good. Very good. It was so nice. The liturgy yesterday to Holy Name honoring Mother Cabrini's 75th and the Holy Year. Wow. What a lady, huh? And Bishop Mark Bartosa gave a marvelous homily, tremendous crowd, a lot of people. Very challenging, very challenging. And mm-hmm. what a woman, what a woman. She she really revolutionized. She was feisty in the yeah, best what, sense. She was about the people of God. She sure was. And How was your weekend? It was good. Our James Mark, James Mark, had his first birthday party. and I like that, James Mark. Oh, yeah, I call him J. Mark. <laughs> J. Mark. <laughs> And, uh, for his birthday what, party on Friday? What a joy, what a joy. On Saturday, what a joy. Just to, He's just full of energy, smiles, he loves going to people. I mean, he's just a good little guy. It was fun. When you see a child that age, and you remember your own children at that age, when you were raising them, and how quickly the years have gone by. Oh, yeah. And then our little Maddie who I want to shout out to Maddie. She had a fallen a while ago, had a concussion, and she went to Lurie's on Friday for her final exam, and everything is fine. Thank God. So Lurie's four, uh, Maddie's four years old. We went for lunch, and it's just grandkids are a joy, just a joy. And they grow up so quickly. Mm-hmm. And also notice the huge difference in temperature coming this morning to the oh, studio. Oh, freezing. It, well, here it is, December. In fact, say... Uh, Happy St. Nicholas Day. Yes, yes. December Did you put 6th. your shoes out? Uh, <laughs> I'm tired of cold. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Chicago Bears yesterday. Oh, don't even bring it up. Let's keep going. They, uh, Arizona's good. They're a great football team, and the Bears are a long way from being a winner. Right. They got some you know, good personnel, but a lot of injuries, and uh, they have to just put it all together. You're going to have to start talking about the Bulls. The Bulls soon. are tough. Mm-hmm. The Bulls are you know, beat the Knicks. They beat the Brooklyn Nets. And they're very competitive. Uh, they are a playoff team. Are they the best in basketball? Probably not. Are they competitive every night in and night out? They yes. are a tough team on both ends of the court. Tremendous program lined up again. 312-255-8408. Vicki Quaddy, backed by popular demand, late night catechism. And it goes, the list goes on and on and on. Author, movie critic. Uh, Vicki, welcome to the program this morning. How are you, Vicki? fine. How are you? Good. You look terrific. We're so used to you all these years in studio, and the last couple of times have been via phone, but thanks to uh, Michael and Brian and Javi, have now live streaming, 
And again, you can get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. And Vicki, you're looking younger than ever. <laughs> it's because I don't watch the Bear games. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, don't get all stressed out. It's a source of stress. Exactly. Yeah, that's, uh, you're, you're very, very, very smart to go along that way. So what's the latest going on with you? Are you the author of a brand new book? I am. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. What's the name of the book? I have a book out. Well, I have. I always keep a copy by my by my <laughs> desk. It's Close Encounters of a Chicago Kind. I like that. Close Encounters of a Chicago Kind. What is it about yeah. now? Well, you know, we were all inside during the pandemic, and um, I am an active mind. I have. A, I'm an active person, an active mind, and I thought I've got to do something during this pandemic. Um, and so I, I wrote this book, and it is a compilation of um, kind of interesting encounters that I've had over the years with uh, people in Chicago. And a lot of them uh, were on Facebook, and then I took them off Facebook and expanded them for this book. Um, and, uh, and so it's kind of a, it's kind of a, um, a day in the life of. So like it's it's when I go to the bank or the post office or if I'm driving my car or if I'm traveling, I'm at the airport. It's it's the wacky sort of people that you see and we all see them. I just tend to stop and really pay attention to them. Now, give us an example um, of a chapter or an individual you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, one book. of my favorites from the book. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites is the woman who um, was at the bank. So she uh, came up to the teller and here, here it is. Here it is. So it says here, um, standing in line at Chase to make a simple deposit, I get behind a woman, maybe in her 50s, who is holding onto a large cloth bag. She's dressed in a sort of a chic boho outfit, dark pants, colorful shirt, something you'd pick up if you were vacationing in some coastal city with tourist shops and shell beads. She looks around, catches my eye, nods. Then there's this exchange. The teller, can I help you? The woman, very loudly, I want to take $45,000 out of my savings and put 10000 of that into my checking. The rest I'll take in cash. Now, I could continue reading this. Wow. This actually happened. I was in line behind her and I thought, oh my God, first of all, what's her story that she's taking $45,000 out in cash? Um, and why is the bank not putting her into, at that moment, into a private office? Right. You know, but With instead she was standing in front of me. So, um, she turns around and says, I'm living like a drug dealer, everything in cash. <laughs> There's a pause in the normal chatter. Literally everybody's standing behind us. Mm. We're staring at her. <laughs> I tell her, I'm sorry that's happened to you. She looks at me with a very friendly face and reaches out to tell me more. She starts coughing and it turns into a sort of fit that she can't get out of. I reach into my purse and hand her a hard candy. The woman says, I cough when I'm nervous and I've been nervous a lot lately. Mm -hmm. I find another one, a butterscotch. I give it to her. She says, my husband, the bum, took cash out of our account. 70000 here, 80000 there, all in Bitcoin. Untraceable. 
and she is now on her own. Oh, um, wow. And uh, uh, he has run off. The husband has run off wow. and uh, and left her. And she is now establishing a new life in Chicago. And um, and I, I actually asked her, would you like a, an escort? I mean, I'd be happy to walk with you to where you're going. Yes, because exactly. Because everyone in that bank knows that she's carrying 30. in a bag $35,000. Right. And <laughs> she's not thinking about that. Did they actually give her $35,000 over the counter? She walked out with $35,000 in cash. Yes, she did. Now, have Boy, you, is that dangerous. Have you ever thought with this book that there could be a play? I mean, that that's a oh. vignette. Uh, yes. Wow. I mean, I would say if you could turn those vignettes into a play, it'd be something people would be fascinated with. Because it's, you know, it's the stuff of everyday life. Because Real life, yeah. You, you look at the money, but what's behind the money, the husband left, she's starting all over again. Here's also something very interesting. We talk about, oh, what a chance encounter with an individual. And, you know, it goes back to that great word, coincidence. Oh, what a coincidence how we met. And to me, a great definition I heard is, a coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Mm. A coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous, which is so true. Vicki, is that your first book? No. I've written other books, uh, but this is my first book in a long time. Um, and uh, it's just that I got into writing other things. You know, I got mm. writing theater. I have about 14, 15 plays. And, um, uh, but it's, it's that the the theaters had closed down during the pandemic right, right and i wanted to i wanted to do something so i wrote uh, i wrote this book how do people um, find the book oh it's actually it's published uh, here in chicago it has an actual publisher called eckhart's press um e c k h a r t z eckhart's press and um they have a lot of wonderful books um so, so Vicky i'm Quattie, really happy encounters of a chicago kind Close Encounters Eckhart, of a Chicago Kind. Right. Close Encounters of a Chicago Kind, uh, Eckhart Press, and they can go, I presume they can go on uh, Amazon. Is it a Barnes & Noble? Um, it's on Amazon as a um, Kindle book. Okay, excellent. So you can you can get the Kindle version on Amazon, but if you want an actual hard copy, then you have to order it through uh, Eckhart's Press. Now that Chicago is back to some degree... Vicki, give us your best thinking on what plays in Chicago need to be seen by us now. to Plays or movies. To rejuvenate our spirits. Well, we can talk about plays. There's some wonderful plays. Um, for the first thing I would really recommend people do is um, realize that you can be safe within the theater, that every theater is requiring that people are vaccinated. And every theater, you have to wear your mask inside. And um, a lot of the theaters that I've gone into are still doing some social distancing. And, and um, remind people, too, that like at the Goodman, they want to see your vaccination card. You can't just tell them absolutely. you're vaccinated. So bring that with if you're going to the theater. But go ahead. Vicky. Right. And if you and the thing is, if you don't have a card, and I know a lot of people who don't have that card, hmm. but you can get something from uh, wherever you got the shot. A lot of it's at Northwestern. Mm -hmm. And just take have them send you something. 
they can you, you can email it, put it on your my chart, whatever, and then just take a picture of it. Right. If you exactly. take a picture, every theater will look at what you have on on your phone. Exactly. So exactly. that's you know, you don't if you say <laughs> oh, I don't have a card, you don't really need a card. You just need proof <laughs> mm-hmm. that you've had the vaccination. And I've been triple vaxxed, so my card has three, and I and if it has ten, I'd be happy. You know. When did so, you get when did you get your booster shot? I got my booster shot in mid August because that long ago? I just happened wow. I just happened to go that very week to get a checkup at my doctor. I hadn't seen my doctor in person in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So I made the appointment just to check up <clears throat> and she said to me um, the FDA is going to approve a booster like today or tomorrow. So you should, you can get yours. Did you have any side effects on, did you have any side effects on well, any of the three shots? It was approved. It was approved like the next day. And I, I just called Walgreens and said, I got the Moderna. Can I get a booster? And they're like, oh yeah, sure. So I went and got the full Moderna. Like now they're giving 50%. So right. yes, I came, I came home and I, I felt like I had a terrible headache. Um, you know how you feel when you think you're getting the flu? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, you just feel icky. Yeah. That's how I felt. But only for about eight hours. The only side um, effect I had on the fine. booster shot was that the next day I had a craving for Purina dog chow. Is that normal? Mark, take us to break. Uh, maybe for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. That's a great line. We're going to end this program with Vicky now. W- <laughs> We'll go to good, music. Good, we'll go to music. music. <laughs> Forty five minutes. WNDZ seven fifty AM Catholic Chicago three one two two five five eight four zero eight. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago with Vicky Quaddy. When we come back, let's get Vicky's take on those plays that we should be seeing, movies that we should be seeing. What what about fun in Chicago at Christmas time? We'll talk with Vicky in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. about year-end contributions, we at Catholic Charities thank you for considering a donation. 100% of every donation goes directly to our charitable work. Every donation allows us to continue to offer programs and services that affirm, strengthen, and empower those we serve as they work toward becoming self-sufficient. We are financially independent from the Archdiocese of Chicago, and we are proud of our Platinum Guide Star rating as a nonprofit. For more than 100 years, Catholic Charities has been helping homeless, hungry, and troubled neighbors in Cook and Lake counties. We would be honored to have your support in our 2021 year-end appeal. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate or call 312-948-6087. The number again is 312-948-6087. Thank you for being partners with us in the mission of Catholic Charities. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. 
we've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful, life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Tracy here with Father Greg. Is that a new, a new jacket you're wearing? It's the same old jacket. That's what I thought. <laughs> I know, that's why you brought it up. <laughs> Vicki Quadi is our guest. I would call her a Renaissance woman. She is a woman for all seasons. And this season, this season, you know, we were talking before the break about your recommendation, plays, movies. The other thing I want to add to that discussion, especially since you had mentioned, you know, we were cooped up during COVID. What about streaming recommendations? That's the new phenomenon now, I think, for folks. We, we were a generation brought up with every week you had to watch to get to the next part of a series. And On now TV. You, yeah, now you can stream. So those are three broad topics, Vicki. Jump in, pick whichever one you would like. Oh, no, no. I mean, we can talk about streaming. I streamed last year. I, um, I did, um, I did a Christmas bingo in July as a fundraiser for um, the, um, the nuns on Michigan Avenue uh, because their oh, the Paulus, shop was broken Paulus. into. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, and then I did a Christmas bingo later in the year. I streamed Holy Ghost Bingo. We went to the theater and filmed a one-hour version. Oh wow! Um, and I and I, uh, I I put other things up to stream, but honestly, I have to say, I got really tired of watching the streaming performances. Mm -hmm. I watched and supported somebody at least twice a weekend, where people would be streaming things, um, and I, I just it made me actually long for the in person it really did 
Um, but there's a lot of stuff that you can you can still stream. Um, and there's a lot of wonderful uh, movies out now on, on Netflix um, related to the holidays. If you don't have Netflix, there's just movies in general what that about, are out now. What um, about Hallmark, where you can predict the beginning, middle, and end of the movie? <laughs> That's right. Let's write one right now. I bet in 10 minutes we could write a Hallmark movie. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, but, uh, uh, but, but again, it isn't like I'm trying to force people out. I just think... I think the spirit of the holidays is to connect with other people. I mean, that's that's the joy of of um, your, your celebration. So I love, like you asked, what what are some of the things to do? Mm. I've already gone to the zoo lights. I went right away. Mm. Um, Was that I, Lincoln Park or Brookfield? I went, I went to the Lincoln Park one, okay. um, but the Brookfield one is also fabulous. Um, uh, and and you might as well go now while global warming still keeps the weather uh, pretty nice in mm-hmm. the evenings. I mean, it isn't like the old days when it was so bitter cold that uh, you'd have to be running and looking at it. October was wonderful. November was above average. Even the first few days in December have not been bad at all. No. And now it's interesting. No. Our lives a year ago till now. I remember a year ago for Thanksgiving and Christmas, did not see my family because of distancing. And so did not see them. So this year saw family for Thanksgiving. We'll see for Christmas. However, the numbers are going back up again with COVID-19 and people are again getting a bit scared. Now, fewer people, thank God, are dying, but the numbers are going up. And so it's keeping people or hesitating about going to wedding receptions, about going to movies, about going to uh, family gatherings, because the numbers keep rising again. Right, zoo lights is great though, because you're outside for one. Well, that's true, yeah. You know, but the other, th- this is just an aside, a short aside. But seven years ago, almost on this day, um, and four granddaughters ago, our son proposed to his wife at zoo lights. Wow. He talked to the ice sculptor guy. Wow. And uh, they were able to put the ring in an ice sculpture. He unveiled the oh. ice sculpture oh. Oh. with his wife, future wife, not knowing. He called her up to take the box off, and there was her engagement ring uh, in the ice sculpture at Zoo Light. So that, that's always a fond memory. But also, it's outside. What, what else, Vicki? Right. What else do you recommend? Right. Well, you know, even though it's inside, the Museum of Science and Industry has the Christmas around the world. Mm-hmm. Um and it's such a huge museum that I think you could easily socially distance mm-hmm. um, in uh, in there. Um, uh, so I, I have not done that yet, but I that's on my list to do. Does the, um, uh, Vicky, does the let me ask you, does the uh, Chicago Historical Society, the one over on um, Clark, Clark mm-hmm. is that still showing the Great Chicago Fire? Do you know Do you know offhand? Um, the fire was back in October, I and I knew they were going to run the Great Chicago Fire. Might be. And I'm not sure how that's running, how long uh, it is. Is that a Christmas tradition for you to go see <laughs> the Chicago <laughs> Fire? <laughs> While he's eating dog how, food. How uplifting. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> really. The destruction of Chicago. He's on COVID and the Chicago Fire. <laughs> this, is our, this is our Christmas <laughs> show. <laughs> what an... <laughs> what are you... What are your thoughts about this? Yeah, really. Any good wakes lately you've been to? What are your What are your thoughts about the Titanic? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we digress. Sorry, Vicky. 
No, we're, no, I'm just imagining. We're, we're uh, totally lost in the York. The Celebration Chicago. of Brother Greg's home. <laughs> <laughs> I, his maybe, maybe I'm off my I'm medication. <laughs> okay, I'll go take some more medication. <laughs> we'll turn his mic off. Vicky, it's all yours. We'll turn his mic off. <laughs> You know, so here, here's another thing I, uh, that that um, is true. A year ago, um, for Thanksgiving, uh, I, we were I was doing Zoom connections with my family. Um, I remember last Christmas, my son came over during the morning, and my daughter came over in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So that uh, they were they really did try to protect me, which was lovely, yes. you know. Um, but uh, this year. Uh, I think we all feel because we're vaccinated, we can be together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am planning to have a family uh, open house, which will be nice. Um, and then last year, we didn't do our normal regular tea. We always do tea uh, at the Drake or or another. We've done the Palmer House. Um, last year, we did it at home. I just created a tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and creating a tea is so easy. Uh, that That's another thing people could do. Um, instead of going out, if they fear going out to a place like the Drake, um, uh, and you can save money and you can do it yourself, but it's just a nice, nice Sunday afternoon, turn on the music, get some nice tea, get some little cakes and, you know, have your, have your close family. Talking about the plays and all that, what productions are presently showing that you have created and where? Oh, that I've created, mm-hmm. I uh, still have late night catechism. Now, where's that? Where's um, that? On, where's that showing? It's at all my shows are at the greenhouse, um, the greenhouse theater center, at twenty two fifty seven North um, Lincoln Avenue. And what is showing right but now at greenhouse? The greenhouse, and it's late night catechism okay. and uh, Christmas bingo, um, which is in its tenth year. Late nights in its twenty eighth year, and uh, Christmas year. bingo is in its tenth year. Um, and then on December 20th, I'm doing Christmas Bingo at the Metropolis Performing Arts Center in Arlington Heights. So for people who live out in the suburbs, uh, they can see the show So there. Late Night Catechism is in, in its 28th year already? Yes. That's amazing, yeah. going back to the yeah. mid-90s. When you say yeah. you're doing uh, Christmas Bingo at Metropolis, which is a beautiful venue. We've been to weddings there. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you going to be sister? Yep, I'm on stage. Oh. So I'll be on stage. I, I've done it there, oh my goodness, a number of times. And it generally sells out. So mm-hmm. if people are interested, they really should should get their tickets earlier. Because um, you know, it, it's, it's about a 300-seat house. Is it metropolis.com? Metropolis.com? Where oh, do they get the oh. tickets? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's metropolis.com. Uh, they, it, yeah, it's the Metropolis Performing Arts Center. Okay. But I guess people would just have to look it up. In Arlington Heights. Yeah, what I would like to do is, uh, Mark will take us to break, but when we come back, Vicki, the fact you've been doing the late night catechism for 28 years and many times you've been personally performing, think back during the break, one or two or three moments where even on stage you lost it, like I lost it a few minutes ago laughing, where you just had a, somebody come up to the stage as part of your late night catechism, and you just totally lost it. Some some real funny 
memorable moments. She, she never lost it. She's a professional. <laughs> Unlike me. That's right, Mark. Take us to break, Mark. <laughs> Vicky agreed with me. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to YouTube.com slash Catholic And Mark, Chicago. say goodbye to our listeners because your last when program. When we come back, we'll hear Vicky Quadi's ideas about the funny moments, but we'll also continue with Father Greg's wonderful <laughs> Christmas traditions. We'll be back. We can talk in about a maybe some uh, God bless. Some catastrophe. <laughs> charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity. We are at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit, from servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs. Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half. Without the annual Catholic appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the archdiocese, but it's very poor. We think about food and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered. Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. 
That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. We're back. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sakowitz, Mark Teresa here joining Father Greg. We have a great guest, Vicki Quadi, who is trying very hard <laughs> to make this a festive program in spite of Father Greg's terrible examples of what to do at Christmas. Anyway, uh, before the break, we were talking, Vicki, about your experiences on stage in um, late night catechism uh anything come to mind uh, you know something that really kind of almost disarmed you where you got where you totally lost it well first of all i did want to say during the break i looked up to see if that festive chicago city on fire exhibit was at the chicago history museum and i think it might still be there yeah um, is, yeah that's people, a... if you really desire <laughs> a different a different kind of, <laughs> of celebration um, of the burning down of our fair city. Yes. Uh, you can certainly okay. go and see that. Father oh, Greg uh, will be there to sign autograph okay. pictures. Okay, children. You. Okay, children. <laughs> Take let's a bus tour. Let's gather around the fire. <laughs> anyway, Vicki, exactly. go ahead. And then I thought maybe because that's north side, you know, maybe on the south side, there's the H.H. H. Holmes Serial killer. <laughs> that Father Greg could put together. That's festive. He'll, as put, well. he'll put that in his Christmas letter. <laughs> A bus tour. Exactly. The bus tour. Right. Go ahead, right. You know, and the mobsters. You know, like you could do a little thing where, you know, Al Capone and things like that. You know, the festive history of Chicago. Push um, the rope, but no Christmas mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to make you feel really warm. <laughs> Your turn, warm hearted. <laughs> Your turn. Uh, okay, so um, I will say that I I, I want to say something that happened on Saturday. I was doing Christmas bingo, and there were five women who were completely dressed up like fabulous. They had they had uh, Christmas sweaters and jingle bells and. Mm. And I had to bring them up because I do a bit where I do five Gabriels and we recreate the Annunciation um, in in different ways. Um, uh, so like we do the, the actual biblical, we do a more modern, we do a Western in the, in the voice of Matthew McConaughey, we do a little uh, a rap from Hamilton, kind of Hamilton rap Annunciation. Um, and so it's a, just a lot of fun. But these women came up and I asked, I always asked names, like, what is your name? And they told me their names and my stage manager wrote down the name so that I would have it if I wanted to post any information about them. Um, and it turned out they lied. Oh, <laughs> The lie, the lie was not discovered until the next day 
when I did post a photo of them on my on my website, uh, they looked adorable. I mean, they really did. And I named the names they gave me. Um, but a dear friend of mine who happened to be friends with one of them said, oh, hey, Jill, I see that you went to see Christmas Bingo. And I thought, Jill, that wasn't the name. So I started doing a little Facebook investigation yesterday, and I found every one of those women. You did. <laughs> I did on Facebook. Thank you, Facebook. And I sent them a really funny, like, you know, the wag of the finger. <laughs> <laughs> You lied. <laughs> that is it's a venial sin. That's right. Oh, that is funny. And that just and happened that last really Saturday. Funny. Yes. That was just Saturday night. And it was just a lot of fun. But I get the impression um, in, in all your years, Vicki, that your writings of the plays, of books, even your newest book, it somehow is a way for you to bring out the very best of you, a chance to be creative, a chance to really take the gifts from God and share with others because even during the pandemic, you're always looking for ways to bring people together in different ways, but also the lighter side of life. In words, to look at the human situation, in some ways, don't take yourself too seriously. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you're right about the, like, even with my Close Encounters of a Chicago Kind, it is um, seeing people for who they really are, Um and not judging people, but just uh, sort of revealing, letting people reveal themselves. Um, I think that often happens on stage uh, when I get people to come up. Um, I don't force people to come up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to come on stage and be part of part of the whole thing, you can. And I and I think a lot of people uh, will will do that. They will come up because they have a real curiosity about about what it's like to be the center of attention. Well, it's interesting um, that you know your your books, your plays, your writings deal with the very stuff of life, the extraordinary, but through the ordinary, the everyday things of life that we just take for granted. You're able to put a twist on it, for, able, for all of us to be able to kind of laugh at ourselves sometimes. Because I've said in homilies, we take ourselves too seriously, we worry too much, we stress too much. You know, lighten up. There's a great line that says it takes what's 15 muscles to smile and 75 muscles to frown. So we should learn to smile more than frown. Now, maybe right. when, uh, related to that, because there is so much humor, but there's a lot of respect and reverence in terms of the religious that you display through your play. How, how did the religious women in your life, first of all, who were they? And how did they impact you to be this free in expressing yourself about them in, in a respectful but a humorous way? Well, you know, I was raised on the southwest side of Chicago. And um, when, I, when I went, so, so we were friends. My, my parents were friends with the nuns and the priest at St. Albert, the great parish. Oh, oh, um, sure. The nuns were Adrian Dominicans. And um, so I grew up seeing nuns um but when when you're a when you're a little and you see women dressed completely in white they, they wore white habits mm -hmm. i didn't know if were they angels were they oh. humans they were they spoke to me i really had a hard time initially trying to figure out who they were mm -hmm. because nobody ever says oh this is a religious this is a woman who's devoted her life to to god and mm -hmm. to 
to the faith. And um, nobody explains that to a little kid. So there you are just trying to figure it out. Um, but we had, we, I grew up in a car culture. We all, you know, we all did, I'm sure. Uh, and we had an extra car and my parents allowed the nuns to borrow that car anytime they wanted to. So they would walk, it was only a mile or so. They would walk um, uh, to our home to get the, then they would just knock on the, knock on the door. Always two, always two women, never, never just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, knock on on the on the door, the window. Sometimes my mother would say, "Here, you can take the keys and 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 give it to the nuns." So um, so I got to know them because they, were, you know, <laughs> the nuns were always stirring the pot for new members. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe she's interested. You know, and I'd be like, uh, "No." I, oh. I, I seriously would would uh, like they were always you know looking for new new converts. <laughs> but now, was there ever no. a time in your life when you thought about being a religious sister? Uh, when I was in, um, I want to say maybe first or it had to be second grade because the the school I went to had three separate doors. First, second, third graders went in one door. Fourth, fifth, sixth graders, and the other door, and the seventh and eighth graders went in the center. And our door, when I was that young, was right by the convent. And my friends at St. Albert uh, uh, said, Go knock on their door. Go knock on the door. And I would, we'd knock on the door, and then we'd run back in line. And the nuns, of course, would answer, There'd be nobody there. We thought that was the funniest thing in the whole world. Um, But one day, I knocked on the door and the nuns answered and I was standing there terrified and they invited me in. They invited me in. They showed me around. They thought for sure I must be interested. The entire time I inside was saying, dear God, let me get out. I'll never see my family again. They won't know where I'm at. I'm lost forever. And I just begged God to let that door open so I could run out. And I never knocked on their door again. (laughs) So the answer is no. (laughs) I did not think about being a nun. Although I love the nuns. I really do. What about high school? Where were you? Where did you go to high school? I went to three different high schools. Uh, I went to Queen of Peace, um, uh, also in Burbank on the southwest side. Um, uh, but then I, I switched over and I went to Revis because Revis had more opportunities for, um, for theater mm-hmm. and, uh, for writing. It was just a larger school. Um, but then my mother wanted me to go to Jones downtown. Oh, Jones, Jones commercial. commercial. Yeah. Um, she thought I was going to go and be an, uh, an office worker, but uh, I, I, my whole life wanted to be a writer. So I knew that I knew I was going to be not go. I was not going to just work in an office. The whole thought of being a writer goes back to childhood and high school. Childhood. I mean, uh, my little brother is six years younger than me, and I can remember creating stories for him when he was like two years old. So here I am, eight, nine years old, um, and uh, and being very creative. No, no, very, very early. And you're a Loyola grad, correct? Loyola. I'm not. Oh, you're not where? I'm not. I graduated from Northern Illinois University. Oh, okay. well, out in DeKalb um, there, with, sure. With a degree in journalism. Uh-oh. And I was a journalist, worked as a journalist for years. That's amazing. Ironically, even Mark and uh, Vicki, I thought about being a priest back in first grade. Really? I first yeah. thought of being in first grade. So with that thought, Mark, take us to break. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can go to YouTube. 
facebook.com slash Catholic Chicago. And here, Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Tracy here working with Father Greg, Vicki Quaddy. In our next segment, uh, let's talk a little bit more about some Christmas opportunities that will bring joy to the season. In other words, we'll just be talking to Vicki, Father Greg. We will not be <laughs> including you. Thank you. We'll be back My in a mic few will minutes. Be off. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. As you think about year-end contributions, we at Catholic Charities thank you for considering a donation. 100% of every donation goes directly to our charitable work. Every donation allows us to continue to offer programs and services that affirm, strengthen, and empower those we serve as they work toward becoming self-sufficient. We are financially independent from the Archdiocese of Chicago, and we are proud of our Platinum GuideStar rating as a nonprofit. For more than 100 years, Catholic Charities has been helping homeless, hungry, and troubled neighbors in Cook and Lake counties. We would be honored to have your support in our 2021 year-end appeal. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate or call 312-948-6087. The number again is 312-948-6087. Thank you for being partners with us in the mission of Catholic Charities. Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, 312-255-8408, or you can go to YouTube, 
patreon.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Tracy here with Father Greg, Vicki Quaddy, our guest. Maybe in this time we can talk a little bit about Christmas traditions. First of all, I want to make sure people know that um, uh, the late night catechism, Christmas being uh, late night catechism is at the Greenhouse, 2257 North Lincoln Avenue. Look that up. Uh, get a group going there, and then, you, uh, Vicki, you're going to be doing Christmas bingo at the Metropolis in Arlington Heights. Look that up. Uh, you'll have a great, great evening. I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about Christmas traditions. I'll give you one, a very brief one. Our, our oldest is 35 since he was a baby. Now through the kids and now the grandkids, we take a drive through Lincolnwood. Well, you do uh, that. And look at the lights. Sure, beautiful and homes. And you know, go to Melnati's uh, on Lincoln Avenue for pizza. We've been doing that for years. Uh, Vicki, what about Christmas traditions maybe that your family or that you now with uh, maybe growing up or now with your family, what are some Christmas traditions that that uh, stand out for you? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to cor- I just want to add that Christmas bingo is also at the greenhouse okay, every weekend. Good. Okay, good. Oh, good. So okay. it's not just... It's late night catechism and Christmas bingo at the greenhouse at twenty two fifty seven North Lincoln Avenue. Right, okay, exactly. Great. And you know, um, I, I'm all uh, it's, as a producer, I'm always uh, in favor of people paying full price for tickets. But you can mm-hmm. go on Hot Ticks or Gold Star and get a half price ticket. Okay, Gold for Star shows. or Hot Ticks. Yeah, yeah, okay. and you can pay full price too, which I like. But you know, <laughs> if, uh, if you're looking for a deal. Hot ticks or gold star are great. great okay, great. Tr- Christmas traditions. Every year, we uh, and, and I have three children, mm-hmm. uh, all adults now. Obviously, every year we would go to the Christmas around the world. That was a big thing. We did uh, we did zoo lights. We did a tea, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, we would also make gingerbread houses. Oh, and um, it's so easy because. Uh, the um the like a uh, a half and half just a container of half and half sure. is perfect it's the perfect size for um for uh using um the gingerbread to put on there as a foundation and we would just yeah. use we would just use uh crackers um and uh uh and then use uh, kind of a a, a white uh, egg white um paste and, uh, and do that and then just decorate with um, candy and things like that. And you put it on a plate, uh, just a, a paper plate. Uh, and um, so we did that for, for years and years and years um, and, until the kids just got old. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, can, can we just do a cocktail party instead? Okay. <laughs> and the funny thing is you, you wonder, we'll Vicki and cocktails. Mark, the traditions you've done in your home how many will be passed on to their wow. children and their children, the traditions from grandpa getting older, grandma, and uh, how it's just passed on from generation to generation. Because this time of year, you know, it's the inbreaking of God already into our midst. It's the, the, I love this season. But see, I always tell people, Advent puts speed bumps into our lives as a way to maybe hopefully mm-hmm. slow us down and keep the whole season in perspective. Because we get so caught up with our Christmas cards and gift buying and running around. I've had more people say to me, I can't wait until December 26th. And I thought to myself, they've mm-hmm. missed the whole point of the Advent 
Christmas season, you wait for it to be over. Well, Christmas is not over on December 26th. We have the whole Christmas season. So, And mm-hmm. also, the other thing is how fast it goes by. I mean, do you realize that Thanksgiving was almost two weeks ago? We're already into December 6th. We're going to blink. It'll be Christmas and enjoy the gift of each day right. with family and loved ones because it's so different from a year ago. So thank God we're getting back to some type of a normalcy. But to really hold on to this, because many people I know have lost loved ones who are not going to be there this Christmas that were there a year ago. Now, oh, and another tradition that, that I, I uh, participated in, friends would always do cookie exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you'd have to make cookies, and that's always a fun thing to do with your family. Yeah. And then you uh, you exchange with other people, so you get a lot of really great cookies. So, um, so if you're going to um, snuggle by the fireplace at Christmas time and watch a favorite Christmas movie, which movie would you watch? Well, um, a lot of the movies uh, I, I think are going to start to be on online, but. Uh, I'm really looking forward to being the Ricardos, the movie about uh, Lucy and Desi. Have oh. you seen the clips of that? No. no, but Nicole Kidman's supposed to be Lucy, correct? She is. She's Lucy, and Javier Bardem is is Desi. Yeah. And I've been watching a lot of clips of that, and it looks really wonderful. How does she? Um, how does she do? How does she do as Lucy? She's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to. You of course, you always have to think you're not looking at Lucille Ball, right? But you know, she's got, she has a little bit of prosthetics. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're trying to make her as much Lucy as they can, but her spirit seems really great. Um, Mark, was there a, fa- a we, tradition and, in your family about what, a movie you watch as a family? Well, it's a wonderful life, you know, we'll always watch, but kind of the, the Christmas stories are huge yeah. hit with the kids. Oh, yeah, we sure. used to watch uh, every year the the sinking of the Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In accord uh, with right. in accord with your COVID and Chicago fire <laughs> memories for Christmas. Yes, I had a great childhood. That's, that's Greg's favorite. <laughs> what is that, Vicky? Silence Just... of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Christmas tradition. <laughs> Anything new you're? Did world? you ever see the movie Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? No, is that out now? Right? Is it out right now? It's a nine. No, no. It's yeah. You can find it on YouTube. It's a 1964 film, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Uh, I remember it from my childhood. It's, I, n- I never and heard I found of it on YouTube. It's so horrible. The dollar ninety eight production value, but it's also it's one of those so bad it's good, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. it's laughably bad. <laughs> so I mean, that's. I, I really, I think you got to watch. I that. never even heard um, of that movie. Did you, Mark? No, is that maybe Sven Gulli shows it? Maybe Sven Gulli, one of those. One of those <laughs> totally, types. it would be a Sven Gulli movie. Yes, <laughs> I actually like um, the um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth oh. Street, the original. Right. No, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's a great With Natalie movie. Natalie Wood. Yes. Yeah, Natalie Wood, Edwin, Maureen O'Hara. That's a great film. And also, I um, love the beautiful Christmas music from when we were children. You know, going back to the stuff of Bing Crosby and. Uh, all those great artists who would sing all the Christmas carols in a very traditional way. That, to me, is what Advent and Christmas is all about. It just it sparks it well, sparks childhood. I, I would think, now that we know a bit more about you, Father Greg, that maybe one of your favorites is that John Denver classic, Daddy, Please Don't Get Drunk This Christmas. 
That well, is you, an actual John Denver song. Is it really? You have him nailed pretty well. Now, now on, a, on a little more serious That is note, funny. For, for your many, many fans and viewers, Vicki, any Christmas wishes that you might have for them as we begin to close our show? Oh, my goodness. You know, I really wish people um, reconnect. I think we have we have gone through so much this past year and a half, two years almost now, mm-hmm. um, that people have forgotten what it's like to be around other people um, and to have conversations, to have just that art of talking and sharing ideas and doing things together. You know, whether it's going out to a play or going to the zoo lights or really, like you're saying, driving, get in your car and drive around Lincolnwood. Mm -hmm. Um, I I totally know what you're talking about. I remember doing that many, many times. And I liked the house that had the actual stuffed reindeer. Yeah, um, Yeah. in Lincolnwood. On the lawn, in Lincolnwood. And the tree on all three floors. Yes. I think that might be the same house. It'd be the same house where they're and, Lincolnwood yeah. there. Right. And, you know, and if you're still concerned about the virus, you can do those kinds of things. Get in the car, drive around. Um, you can drive if you don't, I mean, you, you can't drive through the zoo, but you can drive by the zoo if you don't want to go into the zoo lights. Right. And I would also um, want to tell people, make an attempt to maybe get back to church. Look, the cathedral oh, is absolutely. very, very, very safe and, and a place you, to go. And why don't you invite them for Friday to your concert? This Friday, we have the Rector's Cathedral uh, con- uh, Christmas program with Ridge Daniels and the City Lights Orchestra. Mark, what, 7 o'clock? Take S- it from there. 7 o'clock, sound of the seasons. Uh, it's a live 45-piece orchestra. Uh, Greg hosts it for the community. It's free. It's free. Free will offering. Get on our website to reserve tickets. Um, it's Greg's gift to our community, but then part of it is we're getting together again. Exactly. Vicky, to right. your point, you know, we're doing the restrictions, but people are getting together to celebrate the sounds so of Friday the at 7 p.m. We need to bring the program yeah. to a close. Vicki, want to thank you in a very special way. You are, I haven't laughed this hard in a long time. <laughs> so to Vicki Quaddy for being a tremendous guest, you are such a natural gift to all of us. You sure are. Special thanks to uh, Mark Teresi, co host at your last program, Mark. So thank you very sign much. Sign off. <laughs> Special thanks to our producer engineers, Michael May and Javi Garcia. And to all, may God bless all of you. Be safe. Blessed Advent week. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.